And now's the portion of Let's Boop Snoots where we imitate <laughs> car alarms. Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. Welcome. I'm Heidi. I'm Vero. And this week, we are going to boop snoots yet again. <laughs> yet again. <laughs> We're going to talk about something icky. Oh, you're going to talk about something icky? And yeah. then I'm going to talk about, okay, well, my dog just literally burst into the room. He just like shot <laughs> through the door. Hello, Gibbs. Super Gibbs dog. is joining us today as well. Yep. It's coming up for a snuggle. All right, buddy. Sorry about that. Sorry like, about. I want to boop too. Gibbon's rude interruption to the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about sound of different kinds and dogs' reactions, mm. sounds that dogs make. I'm just gonna boop snoots about it. Yes. Should we start with your gross icky? Sure. <laughs> okay. So today, I was petting Ralph. He was on his back. And I noticed he looked like he had some pus coming out of his, like, privates. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was like, mm, does he have an infection? So he has, like, a bit of, like, long hair there. So we gave him a little bit of a sandy trim. <laughs> a little trim trim. A little dogscaping. A little manscaping <laughs> for Ralph. <laughs> for Ralphie. Um, and I noticed it again, but then I kind of remember like Wiggum having that once in a while. So I Googled it. Mm -hmm. First, I smelled it because I was like, what is that? Uh -oh. I, I put my nose right in there. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't smell like anything. Was, was he like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so like, humans don't do this. <laughs> He's like, I'm cold down there now. <laughs> he's missing some fur <laughs> um so i googled it and dog's megma came up oh gross that is gross. yeah that is has icky. gibbon ever had like not that i've noticed some icky i have not so it's like some his privates either <laughs> <laughs> but i was like i gotta smell it i gotta know <laughs> That's hilarious. Because I could tell you everything, right? It could. <laughs> well, some things you can smell, like, especially, like, with um, some of the skin stuff that they get sometimes, right? Like you said, Wiggum used to get smelly. Yeah. With, like, skin irritations and stuff like that. And, like, their ears, you can smell when oh, they're infected. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So, what did, what did you find on the jujul? So, I jujuled it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah, dog smegma came up. So you know how like your dog's penis is covered in skin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then some of the like like dead skin oils and moisture just kind of like accumulate and it creates a yellowish greenish substance that looks like pus. That's gross. Yeah. Did they so say, I'm did hoping for it? it's just some smegma. 
Yeah. And nothing else. So, no, it's apparently like... Just like normal and it just sorts itself out? Yeah. I mean, it could be... It, now that I'm like reading it. <laughs> could be a sign of something more serious. Look out for foul-smelling discharge. Swelling of the sheath. Excessive licking or dripping. Any of these symptoms can indicate the following. So a urinary tract infection mm-hmm. or inflammation of the bladder, bacterial infection, tumors, trauma, or stones in the urethra, allergies Yowza. that are affecting the skin, reproductive health issues, inflamed penis, external injuries, infection or inflammation of the prostate or prostate disorders. Um, so to treat it, they say there's no treatment. Smegma often needs no treatment. But if you're worried about something, like if it does smell or, you know, there's redness mm-hmm. or whatever, they say you can take your dog to the vet. And then it, it goes over everything that your vet will and might do. So check your dog's genitals, um, blood tests, discharge, specimen sample, x-rays. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All, an ultrasound. Uh, so you can kind of just clean it off. Have you have you have you ever been asked to or have you ever brought in a urine sample for your vet for your dogs? Because like stool samples are easy to get because you just you know wait for them to poop, but pee. I did for Wigum, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like at the end. When yeah. He was like. Oh yeah. Peeing and. So was it just when he had an accident? It was easy. Yeah, so Wiggum, um, like a few days before I had to put him down, um, I came back from work mm-hmm. and his usual, like not greeting me at the door, just kind of like looking at me, <laughs> not super excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I walked over to him and I noticed that the floor was sticky oh, and yes. wet mm. and there was urine everywhere oh my god like everywhere poor guy so i brought him to the vet we got a urine sample brought that to the vet but so how did you but how did you get the urine sample did you literally just pick it up off the floor or did you know i peed in it peed in little thing he peed in a cup to pee (laughs) he peed in a cup so seriously Yeah, it was when I was at the vet, actually. They gave me a cup and I brought him out to pee and I just did the best I could. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't need, like, a super ton, right? Like, it's like, if you can get a little bit of a spritz in there, it's probably enough, like, enough to, like, pool. (laughs) An aperol spritz. (laughs) (laughs) A urinal spritz, please. A urinal spritz, please. (laughs) We should we should make an apparatus for dog urine sampling <laughs> called the spritzka <laughs> that you tape around them like on a belt. So like when they go to pee, it just goes right into the cup. They, it goes they, right they wouldn't tolerate it. They wouldn't tolerate it. They would be trying to get no. it off and not and not concentrating on spritzing in the cup. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Speaking cup. of spitzing in a cup, you know what Ralph does? <laughs> what? He pees on his front legs. 
Oh, hey, it's better than peeing on other dogs, which Gibbon took to for a while there. He doesn't do it all the time, but sometimes, like, sometimes he pees and he just looks like he's standing. Yeah. It's just like, what are you doing? And then he, like, lifts his leg, like, a little bit. Just a little bit. See, Gibbon, he just, like, just, like, pees like that. And I'm like, you're peeing on your leg. (laughs) Does he, um, does he, like, did he always lift his leg or did he start, like, pretty soon? Ralph? To pee? Yeah, to pee. Yeah, he, he's been doing that for the last little bit. Like, so he just started, like... But he doesn't always do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he doesn't lift his leg to pee on things. He -hmm. could be in the middle of the yard. Okay. And that's just how he pees. He just, like, (laughs) lifts his leg a little bit. (laughs) See, it took Gibbon, like, uh, I want to say, like, past his first year of life before, and maybe even longer before he started leg lifting. He peed like a girl. Like, he did the squats. (laughs) Wiggum always peed like a girl. Yeah. He never lifted his leg. I don't think yeah. he knew how. So Gibbon, like, he only started, but even now, it's like, he you don't know how he's going to pee. So sometimes he stands there and literally just, like, leans forward. <laughs> like, he'll stand, but lean slightly <laughs> forward. And so he does that. Or he does a squat. Or he does a <laughs> leg lift. It's like, however the wind's blowing that day. It's just... <laughs> It's, it's, it's you never know how you're going to spritz, which way is the spritz blowing? Um, well, if hilarious. you spritz on your leg, it's not good. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're just going to wait it out. See, cause it could just be dog smegma. Yeah. And then now that you know more about smegma, <laughs> just keep an eye on it. Yep. It'll probably yeah. most likely sort itself out if you smell something a little shast. Yeah. A little schnasty, maybe get, have it investigated. Maybe take him for yeah. See but if it you seems can get fine. A and he's cup. not like he's licking at it or anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's not licking at it, so doesn't oh, seem well, to bother funny. him. So it's probably just. Well, he got a sandy trim out of it, <laughs> which is probably something we needed to do, anyways. <laughs> a sandy trim. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> We brought Ralph to my parents on the weekend. Oh, yes? Which was interesting. What did, what did he think? <laughs> so we first went into the house while he was still on the leash and he was just like spinning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they had blocked off the back of the house. Mm-hmm. So my mom has like this craft room and there's a bunch of stuff in there and I could just imagine Ralph in there. So they had blocked it off. <laughs> With like, like a panel of wood, but it wasn't super high. So when Ralph went into the house the first time, he just like ran and he ran right into the panel. Oh my God. (laughs) But then he never went over it. He just like ran right into it. I was like, wow, Ralph. (laughs) Wow, Ralph. But um, wow. Yeah. He's a counter surfer and a table surfer. That that little punk. He's just mm-hmm. a surfer all around. Yeah. You gotta keep your eyes on those surfers. <laughs> you do. Not not too sure what to do about that. Alright. Well, shall we get into a little doggy and sound stuff? Mm-hmm. So um I was just curious about like 
just dogs and sound and like a different ways of looking at that and stuff. So we found a couple of different things online. The first one is noises that commonly scare dogs. And I think we all know what most of those are. Some of them I would have guessed. Most of them we've talked about already on the show before at one point or another. But um, mm-hmm. anyways, the, the first one, I'm sure y'all can guess, is thunderstorms. And um, I thunder. bet that's thunder. Feel the thunder. And um, I think that that's fairly common because there's like the thunder coats and stuff like that that you can get for them, right? It's like an anxiety jacket. And mm-hmm. again... While I'm, yeah. while I'm, while we're talking about this list of noises that scare them, again, when a dog is scared, your most common reaction is to go, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. It's okay and pet them. <laughs> and what you're doing is you're rewarding the behavior without even realizing it. So, um, for if your dog's ever reacting to a loud sound, just don't even do one of two things. Don't acknowledge it or like don't. Because they're going to also like be looking to you for leadership. So just don't acknowledge it. Or if they continue reacting, whining, clawing at you, trying to jump on you, you correct it. No. And do whatever your uh-uh is. <laughs> Whether it's, you know, uh-uh. uh, a pshht of the air thing or whatever you want to correct the behavior. <laughs> Another scary sound. But... um it talks about like it's like the loud booms and everything it changes the the barometric pressure as well they can smell like the rain that's coming and sometimes um all of that together just is what frightens the poor little dogos so scraps used to be afraid of storms mm-hmm. for sure he would come shaking and of course at the time not having knowledge i'd go oh it's okay scrappy and i'd pet him but I've heard things as worse as like dogs waking up in the middle of the night. Cause that's the thing. You never know when a storm's going to come. So if you have howlers or they freak yeah. out and they're jumping on top of you in the middle of the night, cause the storm's coming in or making some noise, you don't want that. So be careful. Next one on the list. Fireworks. Ooh. Understandable. Yes. Yeah. Same thing. It's kind of like thunder and like lightning, you know, like the super like loud and all of a sudden, except with fireworks, there's like, it's the opposite of a thunderstorm. I believe that dogs can feel when a storm's coming. Like, I'm sure like they're oh, sensitive yeah. to those like types. My of... parents had a dog that would freak out and it was then still it like nice rain. and sunny outside. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'd have a storm. Yeah. But fireworks, mm-hmm. there's no predicting when a firework's going to go off, right? So no, it's understandable how that could be like loud and scary. Um, have you watched Doug Days? No. Ooh. Maybe you no know Doug. Oh yes, 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 mm. yes. Fireworks. <laughs> Was he afraid of fireworks? Yes. Oh, Ooh. dog, dog. Um. One thing that you can do is when you know it's going to be predictable, again, set yourself up for success. And like like I said, the first Canada Day I had with Gibbon, you know there's going to be fireworks going off like randomly within the neighborhood. If it's 4th of July in the States or whatever, there's usually holidays that have fireworks associated with them. I would just hunker in for the night and just correct, make a point of correcting the, the behavior. Because if they know that you and, and sit there and watch a show and don't even react to any of it. And if they're going to bark or growl or shake or whatever, just correct the behavior because they know, oh, 
I don't need to be scared of this at all. She's not scared. Yeah. She's not scared. The yeah. other dogos here aren't scared. I don't need to be scared. <laughs> Why am I scared? <laughs> Why am I scared? Again, a very similar noise. Gunshots. <gasps> so uh, they're very loud to human ears, which is why uh, protection is recommended for like the shooting range and stuff like that. For dogs who hear things at an even higher intensity, gunshots obviously are, are, are very bothersome. So remember when we talked about the different types of dog training and stuff and we talked about like hunting training? Part yeah. of that was getting them used to the sounds of the gunshot. Now it's like... Yeah. You know, I don't know how close the dogs are when you're firing the gun, but I would guess that it's like pretty, pretty loud because they would have to be within range yeah. of you if if you're doing the training and stuff. But I remember one of the stations was, um, yeah, getting them used to the sound of the gun. So I wonder if it is damaging to their ears. Like, I wonder if those like of hunting dogs go deaf like earlier, kind of like us. Like I always say, I'm, mm, I'm deaf at work because. I listened to, to my Walkman too loud as a kid. I can remember my dad being like, turn that down. <laughs> I don't want to listen to your music. Turn that down. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty sure I did some permanent damage there in my teenage yeah, years. Yeah, could be. But um, I wonder if it's the same for dogos. But gunshots, understandable. And again, depending on the breed, because mm-hmm. if you have like the ra- the racing dogs, like the greyhounds and stuff, they're going to be super reactive to that. Right? Oh yeah, I think if I you told have like this... a retired greyhound. Yes, I think I told the story once before at the camp that we used to work at. Like one of the um, people who worked at the camp had a uh, a rescue greyhound, and when the fire, the sound of the fireworks on Canada Day was like him he just kept like lunging lunging to start like a race you know oh but anyways, my god something to uh something to keep in mind so another sound on the list is buses and trash trucks so it says that they don't like the the sounds of these vehicles because they're loud but also create a variety of the high-pitched noises like beeping and screeching and stuff like that you know when it's crushing like all the garbage or maybe the gears inside yeah. the truck is like you know like ee- like making all those it's the high-pitched stuff that yeah sort of they create some sort bit. of like hydraulic kind of like psh. yes that too like um so it's almost like the sound yeah. of like an air compressor yeah <gasps> <laughs> Ralph is used to that now. <laughs> he don't care. Uh, but like, it's weird because I've never seen my dogs react to the garbage truck or anything. But again, maybe that's just maybe that's just my dog. Maybe that's just my dog. Yeah. Um, another one on there, which peop- I know I would have said like 100% cats are afraid of these. But I've never seen a dog that's afraid of these vacuum cleaners <laughs> Ooh. so yes vacuum you've cleaners. never seen a dog afraid of a vacuum cleaner no my dogs have never been afraid no? of the vacuum cleaner no but oh. cats yes big time like, wiggum wiggum wasn't afraid he preferred it not be too close to him yep yeah. Yeah. I've seen them like I've like seen Like if I'm in a room, he'll leave. Like he would leave. Mm-hmm. Or if I got too close, like he would go somewhere else. And Ralph's kind of the same. Like he's not scared scared of it. Yeah. Like he'll follow me. Like he's interested, mm-hmm. but kind of like hesitant. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I don't think my dogs would let me, like, vacuum their, like, vacuum them. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this story once, too. My So my mom used to be, like, addicted to the, the shopping channel. And I can remember going over to her house once and she was like, oh, look what I bought. And I was like, what? And it was this vacuum cleaner attachment so that you could comb your cat and that it would suck up the fur. And I was like, what have you done? I'm like, you just gave your money to these people for like no reason at all. I'm like, you are never going to get your cat close to the vacuum cleaner. And she's like, well, I'm like, like, have you even tried it yet? And she was like, no. I'm like, all right, let's give it a try. Let's fire up the vacuum cleaner and see where the cats go. <laughs> Same thing. I tried bringing the cat even close to see if the cat would even enjoy it. And um, could not get the cat even close to the vacuum cleaner. Like couldn't even get, couldn't oh even get her God. close. That's because it didn't funny. make sense. But I wonder I guess if you don't really think of that. No. Like a bit. Uh, yeah, she got tricked by shopping channel business for sure. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> but my... Maybe, again, maybe it's just the luck of the draw, but not one of my dogs have ever reacted strongly to the vacuum cleaner. But at the same time, like I haven't come at them. Maybe with I it. need to put a vacuum. Yeah. 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 And you probably like introduced your dogs to it. Yeah. But um, I wonder if I should put like a vacuum cleaner on the table. And then when Ralph jumps on it, maybe Start like, <laughs> Start the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> It might work. It might work. Just to wait for him. Yes. That might be the way to go. Give it a try. The ch a cheap way to go, too. <laughs> All right. The next one that I have here is, um, and I only know of one dog that's afraid of these, but it's uh, skateboard wheels on pavement. Mm. So skateboards can frighten dogs not only because they're loud, but because they make erratic noises as they go over the bumps and like if people are jumping on them or doing tricks with their skateboard and um, it either like it it sets off their chase instinct or but it just makes them reactive by the sounds of it is what this is what this is saying yeah on the interwebs which makes sense but um, hmm. Michelle's dog Nikita I'm totally afraid of skateboards yeah yeah super reactive to skateboards so wow Crying babies is the next one. So um, I think it's for the same reason as some of the other ones. It's like high pitched. So it seems like pitch has a lot to do with like a lot of these noises too. Right? But I wonder if they know that it's a baby. Well, that's what I wonder too, because I've never seen a dog react to a crying baby either. Yeah, but I might. I wonder if it like bothers them because they know it's like a, a baby, a living like, creature that's yeah. like or part in of distress. their past. Yeah, yeah. Part of their pack where they're like, oh, why the baby crying? And the mom yeah. is like, right? Why the baby crying? <laughs> <laughs> it won't stop. How do we make it stop? Um, and again, for the next, uh, the next one that's listed here construction noises same thing it's mm. like tractors beeping jackhammers going like all this sort of stuff super like any dogs with noise phobias are going to be reactive to that understandable yeah understandable um another one uh is car alarms again like to put like there's so many different Ooh. car alarms out there right there's like the wee wee it's wee annoying. and then there's the like <laughs> whip 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 whip. Yep. 
<laughs> and now's the portion of Let's Boop Snoots where we imitate car alarms. It's going to become like a new segment where we imitate things. Remember when we were imitating like the gagging of dogs with acid reflux last oh, week? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we had like dry throat for yes. the whole day. Yes. Yes. I have like sounds. It's not really sounds, but it's stuff that we do. So mm-hmm. stuff that we say to our dogs during certain moments. Mm-hmm that they become like they start knowing that okay when she says this it means that yeah but you don't do it intentionally yeah so kind of like do you want to go for a walk yeah then your dog gets like excited um today we were having fun with ralph because when it's time for food we go num num (laughs) and he gets like he gets like super excited yeah so we're in the house and we're like, nom, 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 <laughs> like super loud. Like, I'm sure the neighbors can hear us. He was excited. So I got to be careful because Gibbs is like right next to me here. But I saw a TikTok video the other day where the person pretends to be talking on the phone, but they're mm. saying like all of the vocabulary that like your dog's used to. So it's like, hey, grandma, I was thinking like maybe later we could go for a W. I'm just going to say W because he's mm. sleeping right next to me. Like we can go for a W. <laughs> maybe afterwards we can pick up like a treat. <laughs> and like he just keeps saying like all the things that he knows drives his dogs bonkers. And you should see the dog's face while yeah. he's like pretending to talk on the phone. It's like pretty hilarious. Oh. <laughs> uh. It's like the guy who had his uh, a retired police dog and was kind of talking out loud and recording it. And he was like just saying what was on his grocery list. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. He's just like, yeah, we're going to go get some pasta and some bread and some broccoli and some carrots and some cocaine. And <laughs> the dog just like looks at him. <laughs> that's so cute i love it yeah i love it pretty funny um i think there's two more noises left on my list of triggers for dogos and one was um jet airplanes and it's like Mm. well like like how close like you know what i mean like are you taking them to the airport (laughs) or like (laughs) You know? Well, have you ever walked your dog and there's an airplane going by and it makes it makes a noise? Yeah, I guess it depends how above cl- you. And I've yeah. seen Ralph like look up and be like, "What is that?" Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I've never Just seen my dogs. Say. I've never seen my dogs look at an airplane. Yeah. I have not. I have not. Oh, I've so- done it like a couple of times now. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. It's just like a like a weird like noise. I wonder if like it sounds like, like I wonder if it's the vibration from it too. Because sometimes those like loud like the super deep sort of they create like mm-hmm. vibration, right? Well, that's yeah. all noise and music and sound is is vibration. Yeah. Um, the last one, and I find like this is can't be that common is air conditioners or furnaces. 
So it says the sound of an air conditioner mm -hmm. or furnace turning on can send some dogs jumping. This is likely due to the sudden nature of the sound causing them to startle. Well, it's like maybe it's time for a new air conditioner or furnace. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's like <laughs> maybe it's time you get a new air conditioner weird <laughs> weird 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 hmm well speaking of noises and ralph jumping on the table we were gonna try a air horn oh yes we actually ordered one did you yeah you think it's like we ordered one, so it hasn't arrived yet. I think it's arriving on Wednesday. But then we're kind of talking. We're like, you think it's like too loud? I say you give it a ears. try. I say yeah. you give it a try. So we're going to set him up. Yep. And we're going to do it when he thinks we're not there. Yes. Yeah. See, I don't know if you can hear, but there's a big jet plane going by my house right now. Gibbs is fast asleep. I can hear it from not from through the <laughs> through the computer, but through my window. <laughs> I can actually. Yeah, that's funny. That's how yeah. Close, that's how close so we they could, together. You could probably hear it if you go outside. Um. All right, I got a different list here. Do we have time to go through real quick? Yeah. So, this is talking about the noises that dogs make and the possible different reasons for them which again can be interpreted by many and the, each dog is an individual and you never know but anyways so the sounds that dogs make are barking whining growling howling sighing and groaning so it starts with the with the bark so it just talks about how certain dog breeds bark more than others some are deep and intimidating while others have super high-pitched yaps and um, they bark to indicate joy or fear or anger or awareness, frustration or need. And um, the trick to interpreting the bark is the context and the experience. So again, it's like, I think I've talked about this and I know like sometimes I compare dogs to humans in like a, in a positive like way. And then sometimes I tell you not to do that very often, but you do learn the sound of your dog's own bark. Like, you know, when they're just... Yeah barking reacting at something and you know where they're barking at you because they're like hey uh time to feed time to feed me <laughs> or wh whether it's a bark to go outside because yep. they need to pee like becky's pee bark is high pitch or it's like urgent <laughs> yes like she oh, goes yeah. like she goes like Beep! it's like so different like when she barks <laughs> she's like wum, 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 wum. and when she like needs to go outside or is coming back in from outside it's a Mm. <laughs> which is weird <laughs> that's funny but um becky yes becky and uh but it says the pitch also indicates emotion and that a high-pitched bark is welcoming whereas a lower pitched bark indicates a threat and that makes sense too so like she's oh. like i have to pee yeah <laughs> whereas if there's a stranger walking in front of the house <laughs> she's like hey 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 what are you doing hey, here stranger <laughs> hey hey you it's my house. Hey, hey. So the other <laughs> one, the next one is the wine. So it says the wine is almost as versatile as the bark, but less assertive, and that they typically whine when they want something like a food or a toy or attention. And that a dog that whines at the door, you know, obviously wants to go outside, 
whereas um, a dog like whining at their leash clearly wants to go for a W. Sorry, I can't say the word. As I said, <laughs> Mr. Gibbs is right here next to me. Um, whining can also show uh, anxiety or fear. So again, all these things you just have to take into context. But um, and pain obviously is shown through whining as well. Mm-hmm. And so you need to like take a look around and be like, what's going on here? Like, like sometimes, like I think I think I told you guys this too. Our dogs eat at five o'clock every day. And it's at 4.45, so they start coming to wherever you are in the house. They start giving you a little bit of the stare down. Yeah. But, but what Becky does is, <laughs> like, well, I'll be sitting in the living room, and she'll be, like, laying down. And then all of a sudden, like, all you hear is this, like, It's like so faint and like slight. <laughs> it's more annoying than if she was just like overtly whining in your face. It's like. <laughs> You're just like. No. Oh, Becky. Yeah. That's too funny. She's funny. She's pretty funny. See, Wiggum would get. Ralph doesn't. I don't know what Ralph does yet. I think oh, he's yeah. just excited until he eats. Oh, yeah. But Wiggum used to, uh, like, would get excited and do, like, the perky ear thing. Like, oh, if yeah, you like... move, like, an inch yeah, when it was, like, dinner time. So if you're, yeah. like, sitting on a couch and you moved, like, your arm, <sighs> he'd be like. <gasps> <laughs> and then if you did, like, that would be, like, his reaction. Like, he'd sit up and be like. <gasps> And then if you didn't move, he'd like, he'd lie back down. And then if you moved like your foot a little bit, he'd be like, (gasps) (laughs) he'd like sit up again. It's like, are you doing it? Are you getting me food? Are you doing it? No, no, she's not. Okay. (gasps) How about now? She moved again. (laughs) It's, It's just so funny. And how quickly they learn. Like they just like learn the nuances of like everything. So for us, like we have Google home. And so we'll broadcast, like, our, our older son is responsible for dinner time. So we'll say, hey, you got to come. And we have to say, F these Ds, which means, like, feed these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot more horrible. It's very innocent. But we can't, like, I don't want to say it out loud. It's so funny because, but it it only took a matter of time for them to know exactly what that means. So now when we, when we yeah. Google broadcast around dinner time and say, hey, you need to come f these d's it, it, it doesn't even matter that we're saying that anymore because he know he knows and gibbon starts getting all excited and then he runs so as soon as we broadcast that he runs to the end of the stairs and it's like he's he's like waiting and his like whole butt's shaking and his whole body's just like quivering and then as soon as ronan opens the door to his like then he's like oh my god it's food time like and goes like mm-hmm. it's not like super berserk but he gets like pretty excited but um, so even like the sound of like the Google like broadcasting is enough to like set them off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the next one is the growl. So at first glance, it says the growl seems straightforward. It can mean stay back. It can mean stop touching me or I will bite you if you come closer. But of course, like when they're playing, it can it, it means like <laughs> this is so funny. 
it can also mean, look how very dead I have made this rope. <laughs> this rope toy. Pull harder. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. Like, like, so, and I think I've told the story before when I went to visit a friend's place when with Gibbs when he was a puppy to play with my friends Dane. They were like romping, wrestling around with each other, like having the time mm-hmm. of their lives. And her son came down and he was completely freaked out. Like he thought they were like 100% fighting because to him, a growl means like, aggre- like aggressive behavior, yeah. you know? When it doesn't, they growl all the time when they're playing together. You have to, that's a context in which you have mm-hmm. to read all of the body language, which is exactly what this, this article recommends is like, you, you have to listen to the growl, right? So like a super solid growl means like, I don't like that. And like, it's like you're warning to a bite, right? Whereas if they're snarling and they're playing playing together yeah. or whatever, then it's like totally fine. And it also talks about the low rumble. And it's so funny because that can mean that they've heard something somewhere, right? So again, like, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll tell like Gibbon will be like like he'll go to bark like Rawr! and we're like no like you don't like trying to get him to not be reactive to something outside and then he goes <laughs> and then we're like no and then he's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like dude well, no means that, no it's like a very low like growl yeah not like that it's like a yeah yeah. Just like, oh. And he again, has a deep voice. <laughs> yes. And again, like if they're snarling and doing, we call it the Elvis Presley, but the lifting of the lip, one lip mm-hmm. or two lips. I think one lip is like the beginning of like they're not too happy with you. And if you get a two lip raise, I I think that's like warning number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, we're getting close <laughs> to Bitesville here. That's hilarious. So the next one on the list is the howl. Ow! Ow! Wolves howl to communicate with their packs and possibly to express a wider range of emotions than we currently understand. Dogs howl for similar reasons. Hmm, I wonder why. Because they're wolves. They come from wolves. (laughs) Um, Oh my god. Dogs that howl when their owners leave them behind could be trying to communicate with their people. And howling among dogs seems to be contagious, just like it is for wolves. Mm-hmm. Many dogs never howl at all, but some breeds, such as Siberian Huskies, however, howl on the regular. <laughs> and even use their howl to talk and make strange and often amusing noises. Yeah. <laughs> to express joy, curiosity, frustration, and sometimes emotions that seem totally alien to us. So it's funny because Gibbs is not even close, but like when, when he's like, yeah, like That's barking, we're telling him and we're telling him to stop. Like, he'll be like, row, And we're like, no. And he's like, row, 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 row. That sounds like Ralph when he yawns in the morning. Oh yeah. He does a yawn. And then at the end he's like, well, he's like, ah, <laughs> it's like wow it's so cute it's so cute <laughs> it's so cute um <laughs> the last one on the list here which is a regular in this household i can tell you is the sigh and the groan oh yeah 
So it says that they can sigh and or groan to show contentment and or disappointment. So do you get those from Ralph at all? Like, do you get the exasperation? Like when you're telling him to do something like when I tell Gibbon to go to place when he really wants to like, is curious about something. And I'm like, uh, yeah. no, a place he'll lay down and go like, <sighs> we call it the harumphs. I haven't gotten the sigh yet. No, the harumphs. That's good. <laughs> Not yet. I've had the contentment. Uh, oh yeah. Kind of. When you give a really yeah. good scratch. Um, when I like scratch his ears. He's like. <sighs> <laughs> I can't actually do it with my nose because of my allergies. Oh. <laughs> You're going to spritz the mic? still over here. <laughs> I'm going to spritz the mic. <laughs> <sighs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so when he scratches ears. Oh, big time. When every night when Gibbon curls up to sleep with us, as soon as he does his like his turnaround and then drop like a sack of potatoes, he goes. Mm. <laughs> it's That's a big, cute. it's a big sigh. But um, what else does it big say? Big sigh. So, big sigh. So puppies moan and groan when they're settling down for a nap and adults might sigh as they re- as they relax in your lap or on their dog beds. And um, what else does it say? It's tempting to compare human sounds and dog sounds, which can be confusing. For instance, dogs typically yawn when they're nervous, not tired, which is true. Mm-hmm. But also when it comes to the sigh, we seem to be on the same wavelength. So think about the last time you settled onto a particularly comfortable couch. <laughs> did you sigh in contentment? Why, yes, I did. Um, yes. And what about the moments when things didn't go your way? Do you let out a sigh or a groan of disappointment or exasperation? Or as I call it, the harumph? Why, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. So... Um, yeah, just talks about like again the different ways that they communicate, and just so mm-hmm. again with all these noises and sounds and stuff like that, it's important to be aware of the context of the situation, and to be reading the best of their bo- the rest of their body language. So you know, some a dog that's yes. growling but his tail's like wagging like crazy, and you can and he's excited. It's more likely a play growl than it is like yeah, I'm going to bite you. Mm-hmm. And those types of And you of get things. to know your dog. Oh, big time. Yes. 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 Maybe you'll get to a yes. point like I am with <laughs> Becky, where you just communicate in sighs and groans. <laughs> she she made a it's sound the other night. She made a sound at the dinner table, and I swear it sounded like a cow. We were just sitting there eating dinner, and all of a sudden she just went... We're like, <laughs> I, t- I turned to my son and I was like, since when did we get a cow? <laughs> we just started to laugh. This crazy. A funny noise. Yes. Yes. Well, is that a wrap? Is- That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> Tune in next week on, on a Let's, Let's Boop, Boop Snoots. Snoots. Boop! <laughs>